it's time to simplify, automate, and outsource your real estate investing business and extract yourself from the day-to-day -day work. Learn to create a never-ending stream of motivated seller leads on autopilot. Welcome to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm Joe Crump, and I'm here to show you how to build a fully automated, profitable real estate investing business without using any of your money for down payments or your credit. In this episode of the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast, I will show you how to work with automation software like the Push Button Auto Marketer that allows you to automate the marketing and generate leads for your real estate investing business. I'll also share with you how I personally outsource the majority of my tasks by finding competent hourly people and how that allowed me to build a business structure that is profitable, scalable, and easily manageable. Automation and outsourcing are key to unlocking the true potential of your real estate investing business. So stay with me and let me walk you through several key automation systems to scale up your real estate investing business fast. It's Joe Crump. If you want to build a huge business, you absolutely can. Now, the, with the things that I'm teaching, you're probably not going to become a billionaire, but you can absolutely become a multimillionaire. Uh, and you can build a beautiful business and you can build it in one city or you can build it in many cities across the country or even perhaps around the world. <clears throat> because uh, you have to understand um, how to, to use systems to be able to do that because you have to be able to, to scale up uh, using systems. Um, the way that I've done it, uh, is by using a piece of software that I designed and created called pushbuttonautomarketer.com. Now, that system uh, is a marketing system. Uh, it's a lead management system. It's a team management system because it allows you to manage an entire team and allows you to automate 90% of your work. Uh, and then the other 10%, 9% uh, of that, 10%, uh, you can uh, outsource uh, to other people, and 1% of it you'll have to do yourself. You'll have to pay attention at some point. <laughs> uh, so, but the 9% uh, is maybe the, the, the one of the things that you're going to need to be able to scale this up uh, in, a, in a really grand way if you don't want to be working all the time. And what you're going to need, uh, you're going to want to bring in an admin person, you're going to want to bring in a buyer finder. You want to bring in a seller finder. You want to bring in boots on the ground. Uh, and these people, these four different groups of people, uh, they can help you run your business uh, and create checks and balances within your business so that uh, uh, you have an admin person over here who uh, makes sure the software is working to generate the leads. Uh, and then those leads have to go to the seller finder who's making the calls to those people and trying to put deals together on those leads uh, and then reporting back to the admin person that they made those calls. Uh, and if, if the admin person uh, has to um, record what this person did, uh, that means that there's going to be uh, some oversight on what they're doing so that I'll know whether or not that's being accomplished. If for some reason the person who's making the calls to sellers uh, is not doing their job, uh, is not making their calls and sending back that information to the admin person, then the admin person is going to call them and say, hey, I didn't get the information. Did you make those calls? 
Uh, and if they didn't make those calls, they'll typically make those calls. And if they still don't make those calls, then the admin person calls me and says, hey, I didn't get those calls. He hasn't been making his calls. I can't put this information in there. Uh, and so I can, when I look at the reports, I'll realize, hey, it's not, it's not getting done. And so I have to bring in a different seller finder. Uh, and that way, when you set up a business like this that has these checks and balances in it, you'll always know that the work is getting done. So you have to set up each of the tasks that people are doing for you uh, th so that they're dependent upon the other person. Uh, everybody has to be dependent on something else. Every task has to be dependent on something else happening before they can do their task. And if you do it that way, it sounds needlessly complex, but it's not. It's not that difficult. And it actually makes it work faster and easier and more likely, it makes it more likely for it all to happen because uh, they're monitoring each other. And they're usually, when they're working together like that, they're usually very polite to each other and very friendly with each other. They, you know, they're, they're team members and they want to work together and they rely on each other to make it happen and they've got an obligation to each other to make it happen. I just sit back and they CC me on emails back and forth to each other so I see what's going on, uh, but I don't ever get involved unless I see things are falling apart. And once you start working with people over time, uh, less things will fall apart. Uh, more and more, they'll get used to their jobs, they'll understand their jobs, they'll get better at it than you are at those jobs, uh, and they'll be able to perform it. So whenever I need anything, I can slip off an email and say, hey, can you take care of this for me? Can you take care of that for me? Or can you tell me what's going on with this situation? You know, if I'm looking at a report that's sent to me by my bookkeeper, uh, and I say, well, what's, what's going on with this situation? She can usually tell me, well, we didn't get rent in April, May, and June from this particular tenant. That's why we have less money coming in. We also had, uh, you know, $3,200 on this particular property in this LLC uh, that we had to put in a new uh, HVAC system. Uh, so she can tell me what's going on by looking at the QuickBooks uh, and tell me what, what's happening with those reports uh, that she's getting from the property manager. Uh, so all those things have to happen. And she knows that she has to get all those details from the property manager. She has to get all the invoices. So all that stuff is there. And on a Google Drive, wherever, and whenever I want, I can go and look at it. And then I have uh, them set up uh, reports. They just do printouts of reports. And of course, we have uh, the spreadsheet, uh, which I've talked about before uh, on each of the properties to show me where the cash flow is on those properties, because QuickBooks isn't very good about showing, quick, uh, uh, showing cash flow. Uh, it's hard to get the numbers that you need as a real estate investor from QuickBooks. Uh, somebody needs to design something that's better than that. But we've designed a, uh, a, a spreadsheet that does all that for me. Uh, it's manually inputted, uh, but, uh, but it uh, tells me all the information that I need. And we have that updated once a quarter so that I can always go in and look at where we're at on, all the, on the entire portfolio at that time. And I can do the same thing with the rest of my business, with, with individual properties, uh, with my coaching business, with my, uh, with my auto marketer business. Uh, I have uh, ways for that to happen. So having, uh, having all these things in place, uh, which I guess now we'll get back to, that's what makes it scalable. That's what makes it possible uh, to grow. Uh, and if I needed more people, if I, if I get to a point where each of those people are or have too much work to do, then I can just bring in another person to, and split off their job into different pieces. Uh, and it's also kind of nice to have people working part-time. Uh, I've got 
full-time employees because their job grows into that and they want that to be full-time. But most of them started part-time. And as I saw that they were going to do a good job, I started giving more and more responsibility until they got to be full-time. Uh, but I don't usually hire a full-time person unless I lose a full-time person. And then when I lose a full-time person, usually I'll split that job up into two different people uh, and start them on a part-time basis. And one of those probably will be better than the other. Maybe both of them will be good, uh, but it makes it possible so that when I lose one of those people, uh, when I lose an employee, it doesn't completely trash my business. I don't have to worry about somebody coming in and training somebody from scratch and starting all over. And that was a big problem for me at the beginning of my business uh, career. But over time, we started learning how to make this work and splitting up the business and the jobs in a way that if we lose somebody, yeah, it might be painful, uh, it might be difficult, but usually uh, it's not because uh, they give me notice, uh, you know, or they'll give me time before they leave and they're available afterwards because we got a good relationship and I've taken care of them. I've, you know, looked out for them. I've given them Christmas bonuses. I've, you know, doing the, doing the things that you would want in your life uh, if you were working for somebody. Uh, they also have the ability to work at home. Uh, nobody works in my office with me. Uh, everybody works remotely. I've got people all over the world. Uh, I've got a guy in Islamabad uh, who works with me. And we talk over Skype about you know different things we're doing. He helps code stuff for me. I've got a guy in California. I've got a guy in, I've got a, a woman in, in Lebanon. I've got some, a woman in Jamaica. I've got uh, you know people in several places here in the United States. Uh, I've got you know several people here in uh, Indiana and Illinois. I've got people all over the place that work for me remotely that never go to an office that I never have to pay office space for, uh, and I'm able to to build my business and grow into as many places as I want. Lately, I've been consolidating some of my properties, so I've been selling off properties in some of the uh, uh, outlying states that I've got, and I've been reducing that down to just a few different states now. Uh, but uh, if I wanted to expand out again, I could easily do that. Uh, but I'm getting to the point in my, 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 my uh, portfolio and my business uh, that I kind of want to consolidate a little bit and uh, optimize some of the stuff that I'm doing. Uh, but it's not keeping me from buying new stuff as well. And we're continuing to do that. And I will continue to do that, uh, uh, you know, probably for as long as I live because I enjoy it and it's fun. And uh, I also want to be able to leave this uh, legacy and this, uh, this to my family and to the people that I love. So setting up systems is absolutely vital to this whole process. One of the ways that you can set up systems uh, is using uh, Push Button Auto Marketer. Uh, and in the Push Button Auto Marketer, there's a follow-up campaign creator. So you can create templates for tasks. It's a task template. Uh, and it's, it, what it can do is, um, let's say you've got certain things in your business that you do over and over again. Uh, and let's say you've got uh, you know, multiple people working for you. Let's say you're doing the Ferret method. Just one, one example of a task template. Uh, you've got doing the Ferret method, you've got an admin person, you've got a buyer finder, you've got a, uh, a seller finder, you've got boots on the ground. Uh, and all those people have tasks that they have to do every time uh, a new lease option memo is signed. So you've got your buyer, your seller finder who finds a new deal. Uh, they then give that to the admin person. The admin person puts in the task uh, template 
onto that lead in the automarketer. So you got that, the name of the lead of the property, uh, you, you, and, and you have uh, a follow-up task uh, that you put onto that particular lead. And that task will suddenly send out, as soon as she, she places it there, she's gonna send out uh, an email or a text or a voice blast uh, to your team. It's gonna send out to the boots on the ground. You need to put a sign in the yard, uh, lockbox has to go in the door, pictures have to be taken, uh, it has to go to the buyer finder, here's the new property, here's the address of the property, it merges in that information you know, automatically. All she has to, all the admin person is attaching this, this you know, click, doing one click and attaching that campaign to that lead and it's doing all this work for you. It's gonna send that information out. Uh, we know that uh, you know, five days later, X has to happen. Five days after that, X has to happen. We need to follow up with the seller on this day and this day and this day to make sure that they know that we're still on board and making this stuff happen. So we put that in so it reminds the, the right person who's supposed to do that job to do that job. And it can send out a text or an email or a or voice blast both to the person who has to do the job and maybe to the admin person who monitors that that person is doing that job. So they know, okay, this person has to send, uh, make a follow-up call to the seller. Uh, the seller finder has to make a follow-up call to the seller finder uh, on uh, you know uh, day 14 uh, because we want to remind them that we're still working on this. We haven't forgotten them. We're still doing our jobs. Here's all the stuff we're doing. Uh, the Once they make that call, uh, they can send a note over to the uh, admin person. Admin person logs it. And then I can go in, I can see, oh yeah, we're doing everything that's supposed to be done on this because that's in our notes section, uh, which we also have a notes section in the auto marketer that keeps track uh, in sequence of all the things that are done and can be searched by task, can be searched by date, it can be searched by uh, phone number, it can be searched by all those things so you can keep track of who was called, when they were called, what was said, all that information is right there at your fingertips for that particular lead uh, that anybody on your team can come in and access. Now your automarketer is also set up so that you can set permissions so that not everybody on your team has permission to have access to everything in your system. If I want, if I have a, a seller finder and he's only working with sellers, I don't necessarily want him to have access to all my buyers. Uh, I don't want somebody to take my business from me. Now I've been working with people for a long, long time, so I don't have a lot of fear about that. But when you're first getting started with somebody, you give them limited access to what you're doing and the system is set up so you can uh, give check boxes to which modules in the system they have access to. You don't want to necessarily give them access to your credit card information. You want to necessarily give them access to being able to buy new phone numbers for the system or create new campaigns for the system. You may only want to give that to the admin person and then have them distribute the leads if you've got multiple people who are making phone calls for you. You can have the admin person distribute leads as they come in and assign each lead to specific people and put a tag on those leads saying, these are Fred's leads, these are Sam's leads, these are Carolyn's leads. You know, these are the ones that, uh, 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 that you have to deal with. And then once that happens, you can also give them access to the power dialer system, especially the phone people. Uh, if they're making calls and you give them a set of leads to call, you can create power dialer campaigns and they can go in, here's that 50 leads that you need to call. Uh, go through and make those calls. And then that makes it easy for us to keep track of how many calls this person made uh, and you can keep track of what they said to those people and what the outcome was for those particular leads. 
it makes a huge difference and it makes it possible for you to scale this up and have multiple people who are making calls to sellers, multiple people who are calling your buyers, and you want to have different people that are doing that. You don't necessarily want to have your buyer finder and your seller finder doing uh, the same, you know, uh, being the same person. Uh, same with your admin, it needs to be a certain person, another person so you can have those checks and balances. So that's a little bit about how we uh, scale our business and how we systematize it so that it makes it possible uh, to scale it and work in as many different states uh, as, as you'd like. All right, uh, and and by the way, the auto marketer is set up so that you can um, you can use as you can have as many team members as you want. You don't have to pay extra for team members. Most CRMs charge you per team member, uh, and we don't do that. You can have as many. You can have fifty people working for you, and it wouldn't matter. You can put them all in there, and you can manage them all uh, from that place for one price. Uh, you can also scale up your marketing uh, using as many uh, have as many phone numbers as you want. Uh, and you can have as many people calling from your system as you want. It'll keep track of each one of them individually, uh, keep track of their leads individually, uh, and uh, same with buyers that are coming in. Uh, as people come in to your buyer leads, you can have those leads tagged uh, with certain people so that they can uh, have access to those leads and other people won't have access to those leads. So it makes it really possible for you to build an entire organization uh, around uh, this automated system, uh, if you'll just build it properly. All right, I hope that helps. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite platform to continue learning about how to build a fully automated real estate investing business. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover on this show, send an email to joecrump at joecrump.com. If you would like my personal help setting up your real estate investing business over six months, and if you'd like to join me for one of my intensive two-day real estate buying events, check out my one-on-one, hold-your-hand, intensive, step-by-step, six-month real estate investing mentor program. You don't need to do this alone. Get all the details at zerodowninvesting.com. Remember, the only way to regain control of your real estate investing business is to systematize, automate, and outsource. Do these things, and they will set you free. This is Joe Crump, signing off.